This is the Thursday, August 19th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action. NFL preseason week two gets going tonight with one game. Also hit the diamond. Also hit the WNBA. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. We are typing this on a Thursday morning in the Daily Wager studios. So the three of us got a three-man weave. I'm Doug Kazarian alongside Tyler Fulgham and Joe Fortenbaugh. So NFL preseason, obviously the unders have been the story so far. 14-3 and three to the under. We have a total of 38 tonight in Philly, Joe. Uh, with the with Patriots road favorite of about one here. I'm going to step right in front of that freight train and play the over on 38 points. If you look at the average closing total from week one of the preseason, including the Hall of Fame game, you got a number of 35.6. Now, for all the totals averaged together in week two, at the current moment, it jumps up to 36.5. That's about a one-point increase, and I don't think that's going to be enough considering the changes that will happen from preseason week one to preseason week two. Starters will play longer in most instances. Offenses have had another week to work on their packages and to build up what they have from the playbook. And you've got a lot of individuals here who are trying to make a case for starting jobs or for spots on the roster. Now, I know that applies to the defense as well, but when you factor in the ability to drive a team down the field that Cam Newton has, Jalen Hurts has, Mac Jones showed that in week one, and Joe Flacco as well, who was a bit surprising. I think we're going to see more moving, more offense, more scoring. I will play over 38 points between the Eagles and the Patriots. I got a feeling you, yeah. the way you're shaking your head, the audience can't see it, might be disagreeing. I, Doug, do not have the courage of our fearless colleague yes. over here, uh, Joe Fortenbaugh, to get in front of that trend that we've seen so far in the preseason. Unders cashing at an 82 0.5% clip, 14-3 and three so far this preseason in 17 games. And if there was maybe a different profile for these two teams, I'd think about it. But New England's going to be a team built on defense, running, strong, again, defense. The Philadelphia Eagles aren't going to expect it to have an potent offense. So those things carry over to the preseason as well. When you get behind Jalen Hurts, when you get behind Mac Jones, Cam Newton, when you get to the third, fourth receivers on these rosters, they're just guys that aren't very good. So I think in the regular season, they're going to have to win games that are low scoring and tight, both teams. And I think that's the type of play calling and scheme you'll see in this preseason as well. Couple that with the trend. And that's where I'm most comfortable laying my money. I'm on the side a little bit. I'm leaning to New England here. I think uh, with vanilla defenses, a guy like Joe Flacco could actually have a field day. I don't trust Mullins. I think he's garbage. That's why I do like the <laughs> Patriots for the game. But vanilla defense is only so much stock you can put in. But Mac and Cam will be going head-to-head here, competing for that starting job. So I'm going to wait for some in-game wagering okay. as well. Not, not a boy. I'm not opposed to that, of course. Okay, guys, we've got some games on the diamond. A couple have already going to be starting, so the – Angels-Tigers underway, Orioles-Rays underway. But a little bit later as we have this getaway day. Tyler, I I like what you've got at Bush Stadium. I'm going to tell you here. Yeah, I've I've been betting on the totals in this Brewers-Cardinals series under game one cast easily. Game two should have cast, if not for the Alex Reyes blown save. But this time, we don't have a great pitching matchup. A decided advantage for the Brewers. So any which way you want to bet Milwaukee against John Lester and the Cardinals, I'm willing to do that. Brewers' first five run line, minus 140. Run line for the game is minus 120. Brewers' team total over four and a half, minus 120. Brandon Woodruff, really, really good. John Lester, really, really bad. ERA north of five. Whip north of 1-6. Hitters batting 300 against him this season. His numbers have actually been worse in St. Louis than they were earlier this season in Washington. So every which way you want to bet the Brewers, Doug, if you want to tail, I'm all about yeah, I liked your first five at minus a half, and then if we hit the press midway through the game, <laughs> live wagering, I'm willing to do that. 
Hopefully, if you're hearing this early enough, because the game goes off at 12.40 p.m. Pacific, it's the Giants, or excuse me, the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. First five innings, I'm going to go under four runs. That is a really low total, but for good reason. Madison Bumgarner, the big lefty, is going to go for Arizona. If you just look at his statistics in their totality for the year, you're going to think to yourself, why would you think under here? Ultimately, Bumgarner hurt his shoulder in June. He was out of action for a while. When he came back in July... He's been incredible ever since. He's made six starts. He's got a 2.09 ERA. He has allowed two or fewer earned runs in all six of those starts. Zach Wheeler is going to go for the Phils. There's been some ups and downs as of late, but he has had a season worthy of consideration for the Cy Young. Arizona, 29th against right-handed pitching and home runs. 23rd against right-handed pitching and weighted runs created. 28th against right-handed pitching and weighted on-base average. Translation, they don't hit righties all that well. <laughs> under four runs in the first five innings between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. All right, so Wheeler's come back to earth a little bit, but little, he's still yeah. got some impressive stuff. I'm going to the WNBA to wrap things up. Uh, I'm going to take the five and a half with the Minnesota Lynx. You know, we've seen the NBA and also the WNBA, these these home series games. It's not home and home. It's back-to-back. Sun just beat them by double digits. Lynx played terribly in that game. Connecticut could actually be the best team in the league with Jones coming back. I love Bonner, but I think it's a nice bounce-back spot for the Lynx. They're well-coached. They play hard. Obviously, Fowles is their stud. So I'm going to grab five and a half. The line feels like it should be four. So I'll take the five and a half here. Didn't want to get involved with the Mercury game. I think Diggins is out at day-to-day, but she'll probably miss the game. Number feels right there. And then the Sparks also have that kind of doubleheader thing. And uh, they had a weird game. Came back late, forced overtime, and won. So I, I like them, but I don't because of the, the way the, game, the previous game ended. So that'll do it. We're on plus five and a half. For the Lynx as the official WNBA play. Do you think we should come back tomorrow morning for the Friday pod and give out all remaining 15 NFL preseason games? <laughs> as long as I can do the entire WNBA slate as, <laughs> as well. well. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we'll have another three-man weave as we wrap things up uh, tomorrow on the podcast. Headed into the weekend, the Daily Wager show is early again tomorrow, noon Eastern on ESPN2. We'll, we'll see you then. And obviously, do us a favor, subscribe, rate, review. It really helps us with the analytics. 